Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back for another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet. I am co-hostless today. Kix is off working. My job is trying to get this podcast off the ground, which we're, we're sort of doing. <laughs> but um, we are here today with two episodes this week. We got lots to cover. This is the second episode, and we are covering The Bachelor. The premiere of The Bachelorette happened uh, on, what day was that? That was Tuesday. And to join me, we have someone who is much more versed on The Bachelorette than I am. I, just a heads up before we jump into this, I am new to the franchise, so this person is going to help educate me on, you know, some history and things like that. Um, His name is Aaron Albert. He's an old co-worker of mine, old friend of mine, not old as in age, but old as in time. And uh, he has this amazing new app right now. It's called Mind. You can follow them on Instagram at doyoumind, that is M-I-N-E-D. It is a digital emotional health platform. They provide live sessions with hosted by top coaches and therapists in the industry. They run courses on different ways you can help improve yourself. And once again, you can follow them at that Instagram. You can follow him at A.S. Albert. And Aaron, hi. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) We've been catching up for a little bit before we started recording because we haven't seen each other in, what, like over a year. Yeah, definitely over a year. Um, We used to work together. We won't go into that, but. (laughs) <laughs> or we or or we can no i don't want to get in trouble by anyone. Not, not that i just like i'm like trying to navigate how much i talk about like life outside of um this you know yeah the people want to know you tom the people want to know and you here's the thing the most of the people listening right now <laughs> do know me <laughs> i'm a, a spin instructor we're building aaron, for the future building for the future aaron and i used to teach spin together yeah we did he and ab- that that's all we'll say he abandoned me that's all we'll say <laughs> Aaron, what's up? How are you? I'm so good. I'm uh, I'm normally in New York with you, but I uh, was not really feeling like living in 400 square feet for the winter. So um, I'm gonna be a nomad for a little bit. I'm in I'm in Palm Springs right now. Oh, you didn't tell me that Palm Springs. I've never been to Palm Springs. Yeah, I mean nobody at home is gonna be able to see this, but I'm in a room right now with just two of the oldest people you've ever seen on my wall in like oh, family portrait Aaron, you need to know before you said wall i thought you were gonna like pan over and there's gonna be just two ancient people sitting on <laughs> <laughs> they're like we love the bachelorette <laughs> little do you know i'm sitting with the two oldest people in the world hey grandma hey grandpa <laughs> no behind you there are two pictures i'm assuming that those people are r.i.p yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I didn't know them. I don't know who they are, actually. Oh, this is an Airbnb. But th- this is like my new temporary off. No, it's not an Airbnb. <laughs> it's, my, uh, it's my stepdad's house. Um, and so I don't, I, again, I like actually don't know who these people are, but uh, I like to make up like really elaborate backstories for them when I'm on Zoom calls. So what's this one? What's your backstory? Besides just them being old, are they? Well, I've already told you that I don't know them. So now it's not like, okay, that's true, that's it's. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your like usual, like, um, like Zoom setup? I'm yeah. also curious about what people's Zoom setups are now with their backgrounds and everything. Mine, mine varies. So I'm going back and forth between LA and Palm Springs. In LA, it's much nicer, much bougier. Um, oh, I think that, well, I think this looks nice. 
This looks like I'm in a poorly designed bathroom is the way that it's been. Yeah, now it's now been. I'm seeing that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> someone was like, are you on the toilet talking to me? No. Yes. Yeah, someone no. literally asked that. They are not from New York. If you, if you, <laughs> if you said that to someone in New York, like or they would be sitting in like a little like, like hallway. Like <laughs> this is, if that person was rich, cause this is not any toilet that I've ever seen. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, now that we're talking about toilets, speaking of toilets, let's talk about yes. ash, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, we are here in dumpster dive world. We are covering the bachelorette. This is our first episode of this. Once again, I said this earlier, I am not the most versed on the bachelorette, but I have been watching for the past couple seasons of bachelor nation. I should say they really got me going on, um, bachelor in paradise. That's where they got me hooked. Cause that's, that's kind of like more my speed. So good. And then I started watching um, the actual franchises. Um, but before we jump into that stuff, I just want to ask you the question. We ask all of our guests this, just kind of get some conversation about TV. And that is what reality television made you realize that the low brow was the brow for you, Aaron Albert, take it away. Oh my God. Such a good question. Um, look, I'm going to, I'm going to come out and say this, which is that uh, I'm, I'm a, I was not historically a fan of reality TV. Like it was not something that I, I was like, I, I think I watched like an episode of the real world, like back in the day or like a season of it. Um, and it's taken me a long time to come around to it, but I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you when I re- realized that what's the expression yeah, we're, we're, we're working on it. It's the, <laughs> this is a new podcast era. No, I like it. I like it. I just didn't, I don't know what it is. I don't right, remember right. it. When we talk about the lowbrow, lowbrow being, here's the thing. We define, other people define it as lowbrow. It is our highbrow. But when you realize the lowbrow was the brow for you. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. Love that, by the way. Um, so Thank you for I was, <laughs> so I went to school for musical theater, which, uh, which I know you know well. I did, yeah, I did too. Um, yeah! Um, <laughs> my, my system just blew. <laughs> uh, clearly haven't sung in a while. Um, Should we anyways, sing together right now? We could do that. No, 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 I don't want to. I, okay. I, I didn't warm up. Sorry, <laughs> don't, dare, don't dare me, bitch. Come on. Um, okay, so I, so I went to school for musical theater. I uh, identify as a straight uh male um and i had one other straight identifying male in my musical theater class and i remember uh one day that i was walking down our co-ed bathroom dormitory hallway uh this like really disgusting um, dorm in downtown New York in the financial district called Maria's Tower. Like, it's just the name. You're like, interesting. Tell me more about Maria. Yeah. yeah. Where's that show? Why are they keeping her in a tower? It's like a soap opera. Maria's and, Tower. Yes. And I remember walking by this room at like, I don't know, 9 p.m. at night. I remember walking by my best friend's dorm room and I see there are like two bunk beds on either side. And I see him, the only guy there, and like 12 of the girls in our musical theater class 
all on each of the beds. And I remember like walking by and then like doing a double take and then backing back up and being like, what's going on in here? And I remember him like grabbing the remote like it was porn and turning, turning it off. And I was like, okay, that's suspicious. Shout out to Claudia Conway, by the way, if anyone's following her TikToks. Shout out. <laughs> oh, I, I know who that is. <laughs> Claudia, come on the, come on the podcast. <laughs> That's a, by the way, that is a dream guest, Claudia Conway. Well, you, you have connections. I don't know if we'll go to all the connections that you have but on, on, on air, but I, I know who you got. Uh, not connections to that group of people. No, no, uh, no. Anyway, so I remember him like turning it off like it was porn. And I came back into the room and I'm like, what's going on here? And he's like, look, just sit down. This is 2010, by the way. He said, just sit down and I'm going to change your whole life. And he proceeded to turn on an episode of The Bachelor. It was Brad's season, Brad's second season. I don't know if you know Brad, but he had- I don't know Brad. So t- give me a quick rundown of Brad. This guy, this guy, I mean, mess. Okay. He did The Bachelor once. He was like, Nah, I'm not into any of the choices here. Um, And then did The Bachelor again and got engaged to this unbelievably gorgeous blonde woman named Emily. Emily Maynard, I think was her name. And then the whole thing fell apart. And so anyways, I look at that. I go constant, you, Brad, variable, the 75 girls that you had to break the hearts of to figure out that you're the problem, Brad. Brad. Anyways, very worked up about that. Um, so yeah, and it changed my life. I have never been the same since. I realized that lowbrow was my highbrow. Yeah, that was a really long way to tell you no, that. No, 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 I love it. I like to really hear how everyone got there. I mean, we all have different journeys to this whole, this dumpster hole in television, you know? And yes. The Bachelor is one that is new for me. You know, I, 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 my route was a little more housewife-based, which I don't think that you have, you know much about that, do you? <laughs> my girlfriend is obsessed. Shout out to, shout out to girlfriend, is obsessed with housewives. And I just, it's just not, I don't know. I know that is like literally the impetus for this show. No, I, no, I know it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's I just okay. haven't been down, able to stop, get into stop it. Getting worked up, Aaron. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I just don't. I don't want to let the listeners down, Tom. I know you've blown out my speaker again. Um, I. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no. The the reason I love it so much is because the bat. I mean, not the Bachelor. Uh, Housewives is just because I've been watching it since like the beginning. So I mean, when I was a senior in high school, uh, season one of New York was on air. And like, I watched it live. Like that was just like something I watched when I was in high school. So like, I just never stopped watching it. Like it's like soap operas. The people who watch soap operas like still watch them today. Like I know people that watch them as kids with their grandparents and they somehow still like stay in the loop with what's happening. And it's like, I want to judge that. But then I'm like, I, I have my, my, own, my own soap opera, which is my, my Ramona Singer and Luann De Lesseps and Sonia Morgan. I like, I w- see like you're saying that. It's like, I want to be there with you. I wanna. I know. I, I want to talk the talk. The thing is, I think if you, if I'm gonna pitch a way in for you with Housewives, it is yeah, New pitch York. me. No, no, no. New York is where you need to start, 
And where I always tell people, this is a great sort of to everyone who's trying to, everyone, all my dumpster divas who are listening to this, who are like, I need someone in my life to like um, the housewives more. I always say, start with Housewives of New York, the season in which Bethany returns. So there's, they did a big cast shakeup in the middle of our kind of anthology right now. So seasons five, six, and seven, they had kind of a, a, just kind of a messy cast. I believe it was season eight that Bethany returned after she had left. And eight on is fantastic. The drama is crazy. It is high comedy. Like, like you can't write the comedy that is on Housewives of New York. Like these characters are like, you just can't write it. Like they're, they're crazy. Sonia Morgan literally is living in gray gardens. Like <laughs> we have a character named Luann De La Seps who has been arrested <laughs> divorced like she was found out that her husband her fiance was cheating on her on her bachelorette party like there's just so oh many my things God. that are crazy about it but i digress we're not here to talk about new york we're here to talk about bachelor <laughs> if you need a route in uh yeah i would say season eight of new york and watch on and you will not regret it okay all right i mean i'm not gonna promise that i'm gonna watch it but no, no, no you don't you don't need to promise that but also anyone listening that is that is my pitch to the people in your life that you know don't don't know that world yeah, shout out to that. Shout out to that. Yeah. But uh, Bachelor, that's great. I'm so happy to hear that. Once again, I'm new to the franchise. Started with Bachelor in Paradise, uh, maybe season two, I believe. Yeah, season two, because I met Claire for a brief moment because she was on that season of, the, of Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, she, she's been all, on... That's the, this is her fourth entree into the Bachelor Nation franchise, right? I think this is her fifth. Uh, I could be wrong though. Here's the thing about me, okay? And I'm gonna I'm gonna just fully come come right out and say this. There are definitely people who know this franchise better than I do in That's terms good. of like in terms of like can recite every year, every character, how many seasons they've been on, what week they were eliminated. But here's what I have on them. I have energy, commitment. <laughs> you do, you do. Stakes, your hands investment. What'd you say? You're handsome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that relates, You're but straight. thank you. You're straight. That goes a long way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm in it. I'm really in it. Oh, I know. What? Okay, so before we take a break, I just want to ask you one question about the franchise in general, because I don't really have kind of a point of view on this. Why do you think that so many straight men are so involved with this friend? And they'll watch it all. Like, they'll watch winter games they'll watch <laughs> paradise they'll watch bachelorette and the bachelor they'll watch it all and i'm like for me someone who loves reality television oftentimes i'm like i don't even know if i like this it feels so trashy to me and <laughs> and so many straight guys love it why 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 is that okay so there's two there's two long answers here i'm going to try to shorten them as much as i can the 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 first answer which is like the more fun answer is that like we all love, we all love Schadenfreude, right? Which is why reality TV is so great. Completely. Um, and and as guys, I think watching a bunch of like dudes like fight for you know one 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 woman, or even better, which I think more guys tune into, which is The Bachelor, watching a bunch of girls fighting over uh, one dude. Um, I think it's just, it's such like, it's such what like, we're just 
bred to want to see the, the the drama, the fun of it all. Who's making out with who? Yeah, that's every straight man's dream to have thirty women after them. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. The more the more serious answer, the more hashtag at do you mind answer. Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Flex. <laughs> follow, speaking of follow do you mind it's m-e-m-i-n-e-d on instagram that is aaron's <laughs> okay there is this english french philosopher yes i'm going here baby <laughs> i know we we just lost 10 listeners kind of name, <laughs> but this is this we're gonna get them back right now okay okay his name is alain de Baton. Love it, love it. He sounds like a queen. He's not a queen, but he is British and French. And he always says that we have this total misconception about relationships because of what we are, um, what we are taught through romanticism, pop culture, this idea that everything's a fairy tale. Right, and we love this narrative in our own lives that we 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 meet, we bump into somebody in the grocery store, and and they drop their grapes everywhere, and we help them pick up their little grapes, and then like all of a sudden, like the next thing you know, we're like out of coffee, and then coffee turns into drinks, and drinks turns into dinner, and okay, then we're and you're you're dragging me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, ask my boyfriend. I'm so fucking overdramatic and want like the most romantic everything, and he's like, uh. Let's just go to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, 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 and I feel that. I feel that because I think we all do because that is how we're, we're raised. That's how we're taught to, to see love. And so The Bachelor is the archetypal example of this. The whole thing is one big fairy tale. And so I think we love to see that side of things and all the mess that comes from it. I don't know. That's my, that's my sort of answer. No, no, I, I totally see that. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Is it our lesson to learn when we see it all fall apart that this is the right way to go about courting someone? I mean, what is it? 50-50 people stay together from The Bachelor? Or less than that? No, there's like... You think there's more? I want to... No, no, no. I want to say there's like... From, okay, from actual Bachelor... Not Bachelor in Paradise, not the other stuff. From literally The Bachelor, I believe there are like five or six couples still together to this day. Um, oh, so that's like that's like fifteen percent, probably, right? Yeah, I, uh, honey, honey, don't have me do math here. Come on. <laughs> There's a lot of seasons. I don't know how many seasons there are. We are in the sixteenth season. I want to say. No, more than that. I'm trying to look it up on the fly. I don't know. 15, 16th. Yeah, I think we're in the 16th. Oh, so um, 17th, 18th. I don't know. Small, small percentage of people stay together. Yeah, not a lot of people. The Bachelor in Paradise, though, has couples. More people from The Bachelor in Paradise. And I'll tell you why. Because it's not, it's not as like, it's not as, um, uh, it's not as isolated. There, Oh, go ahead. Is that no, yeah, I was going to say, it's not as like fairy tale-y. It still is. But the fact of the matter is, there's also something really fucked up about like putting one person on a pedestal like that. Like competing for one person. Like 
that's why everyone gets so fucked up on these shows. I know. So I, I tell, so I'll often watch with, for instance, my roommate, he has never watched any of these shows before. And he was like, so why, like, he was kind of asking me like, why, how on earth they could be in love with them. And I'm like, okay, so think about this. I was like, picture this. Someone takes away your phone. They take away books. They take away everything. You literally have nothing but yourself and your thoughts and everyone with you, you're not attracted to for the most part. Most of them are not bisexual from my understanding. Like it's mostly just straight board. I don't know. No, I, well, we'll get to that um, <laughs> in a second. I, I have some opinions about that. By the way. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Brandon. That's his name. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm not trying to out anyone, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, no, but I'm like, if you have just one thing on your mind and that is this person, you're going to fall in love with them. You're going on dates that are so extravagant. Like, you have nothing else to think about but them. Of course, you're gonna. Of course, you're gonna become obsessed with them. That makes yeah, sense to me. There's, there's status involved. There's fame involved, right? Like we're all attracted to like famous people right. that are like not that, not maybe all that cute, because there's something about fame that's so like, you know, titillating. Yeah. Well. I want to get more into it, but we need to take a quick break. And after that break, we are going to come back with our recap of the premiere of The Bachelorette. See you in one second. Okay, and we are back with our recap of the premiere episode of The Bachelorette. Aaron Albert is here with me. Um, Before we start getting into the episode. Um, any thoughts on Claire? I want you to just kind of tell me about Claire. She is our new bachelorette. Once again, I'm not familiar with all of the characters. So this is my first season fully getting to know her. I watched a brief moment of her on Bachelor in Paradise, but thoughts pre, pre this episode, what were your thoughts on her? Aaron, go. Uh. <laughs> that was my thought too. When I met, I just met her. My, I have to give credit to my roommate because he came up with this, but and he just really nailed it on the head. Claire is the best actress at your community theater. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Is she not that? Like she is that, because you're like, you're going to make it somewhere. Like you really know it. And you know, I mean, granted, here I am recording a podcast. I didn't make it either. I'm not trying to sh- throw shade at those that don't make it, but she has that like, that actress. Oh, I, lo- I love this. I love that. I literally turned, first of all, so- so just to, to back up just for one second, usually I am watching The Bachelor at my apartment with like 20 other people. Like I, I have like a, a pretty significant Bachelor viewing party. I know. I'm mad I've never been. You've invited me. That's not shade. You haven't I have invited you. I have not been. That's on me. <laughs> so when, when Kovivi is, Kofefe is, uh, is over, we'll... Uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. But so anyway, so. Did you hear, did you hear Wendy Williams called coronavirus, Cornova virus? <laughs> no, <laughs> I also don't watch on, Wendy on, Williams. Okay, I'll give everyone a quick, we do a lot of tangents here on Dumpster Dives. So we'll yeah, go I'm, on getting, I'm going with you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she, she, it was the day after he got diagnosed or the like Monday after his diagnosis. And um, <laughs> she's talking about it full straight face to like, so so sober looking at the camera and she's like and mr trump the cornova virus has kept us at home for the past seven months the no. cornova virus she kept saying it over and over again and no one corrected her no because it's wendy that's just like her like she does crazy shit she calls dua lipa dula peep 
<laughs> you know who's obsessed with and never mind this is too robert? inside yes i was gonna yeah. say robert cadiz who Cadiz. It's, i don't does he watch reality tv yeah he's a huge housewives fan oh you gotta get him on here yeah i would love that robert he's, come on. he is so funny Robert is a diehard New York fan, so he'll love that we were talking about New York. Yeah, let's shout out to Robert. Okay, anyways, so back to my first question. I asked you yeah. your about Claire. You sighed. Continue. Okay, yeah. So anyways, I would, I would have been remiss to not have mentioned, shout out to my Bachelor crew. Um, we have a group chat called Non-Paul Jones. Um, in... <laughs> you like JPJ? <laughs> <laughs> I like JPJ. I, I, there was like a point where he turned, like every, it, like all, it all turned. And Aaron, we... you need to know that JPJ has come up on almost every episode of this podcast. We <laughs> talked about him <laughs> the first episode. We talked about him last episode and <laughs> we're talking about him again today. Yeah, he deserves a, he deserves a space on the, on the Bachelor Hall of Fame. Anyways, I was watching The Bachelor with my mother last night, which I have never actually done before. So that was like a first. It was a real bonding moment for her and her son um, to, to watch The Bachelor. My mom doesn't, I learned something about my mom. She doesn't like the, um, uh, the real-time commentary. Um, she takes it very <laughs> seriously. <laughs> That's the whole so I, point when you watch with people though, you want to be like, no, oh, I love him. I hate him. Yeah, no, she's she's fully taking notes, doing surveys, like she's she's not having any of my commentary. So I watch with my mom and I turn to her and I'm like, this woman, it's so funny because she's such a like, I don't know what the word, like a paradox, because she's like, I've done so much work. I've like, I'm so aware of what I want. And then you listen to her talk and you feel like she is, could not have less self-awareness and that no one's gonna be able to see this, but she like literally did like, she just sang like one line in the chorus of, of the, of like the show. And she's like this. <sighs> oh, completely. Like she's giving, <laughs> she's giving 150. Like she's giving 150. She's rehearsing for the performance. Right. <laughs> And so, like, what, my, cast like, her, cast her in a role. Like, if, yeah. if in the community, we were saying, I said that she's played Thoroughly Modern Millie in her lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Get your picture and a little Millie Bob waltzing around 1920s New York yes. <laughs> in crime. <laughs> she's, it's, it's too much. It's just like the whole, it's, it's so schmackty. It's so yeah. schmackty for me. And like, my favorite of like all time. Bachelor Bachelorettes, like Caitlyn was probably. I know Caitlyn. Caitlyn and JoJo were so good because they were so real. So JoJo is from right by me. Flower Mound? So she's from, um, oh, where is she from? It's it's the town right north. It's in between. She's right outside of Denton, which is like 30 minutes north of me. Um, She's so hot. Oh, she is hot. Get her on the pot. I would, I, I I would think about it with her. Really, JoJo? Oh, totally. Yeah, and just her whole like her whole vibe and energy. It's just the the whole package is super hot to me. Yeah, I I, I agree. And of course, she married the that guy who looks like a fucking Ken doll, like the most attractive, you know, perfect shaped face dude ever. Yeah, him him and I look super similar. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> So anyway, so my thoughts on excited going in, no? No, no, wasn't excited. But 
here's what I, okay, so here are a couple things that for the folks at home who, who maybe don't watch The Bachelor, who aren't fully in it, um, these people who create this show created reality TV. Yeah. Like this is the, the to put it into spin terms, this is the soul cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll give you that because I will say that I think Survivor or the real world were the soul cycles. Okay, I feel you. I think that The Bachelor was... That was like... That was like... (laughs) Oh, that's so (laughs) savage. Also, I just want everyone to know, I put a lemon in my sparkling water. Like, I'm not drinking that much these days, but I want... I just polished off my (laughs) first glass of wine. Right, I know, but I wanted to have, like, fun. And I guess they were cooking something with garlic. So this is actually garlic lemon sparkling water. (laughs) Coming to a LaCroix near you. Do a LaCroix near you. No, I know what you mean, though. It, it, it is the soul cycle-ish of reality television. It's, it's just, it's so, it's so good. And I, and I only say that to encourage people to trust that these people know what they are doing. And so even though they brought Claire on, and I was confused. I was like, okay. Um, I was like, okay, they, I, gotta, I gotta trust them. I gotta put my trust in... In Bachelor Nation, I got to put my trust in them. So am I excited? Was I excited about her? No. I, I, I have constantly felt her to be just super, you're, I mean, you, I, there's literally like, I'm, I'm actually upset that your roommate said that because there's literally no better analogy. Oh, it's perfect, right? Then literally like she is like living in, like Tulsa or like West, like somewhere in West Virginia and like is the star, the star of her community theater. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are my thoughts on Claire. Okay, cool. So I just want to kind of jump into the episode. Okay. So we kind of start with this clip package that is like her pre and post pandemic. And it's like, I have to assume some of it was filmed like pre-pandemic because she's like hanging out on the beach with all these girls and I'm like there's no masks anywhere but granted like we they could also be filming in Orange County where no one wears masks anyways but (laughs) correct (laughs) you know we're entering this part of television where we're starting to get television that has to do with the with the pandy as I call her um pandy (laughs) and I don't know how much I can do deal with it you know it's like so I'm like, yeah, I know we were all there. Like that's, if there's anything that's relatable, it's like that. We've all, we all did that. Like, I, I don't know how much I want to live that again, but what I did really love about the like prep to like the boys getting there was Chris Harrison's dramatic reveal yes. of test yes. <laughs> <laughs> results. I mean, I just wish that when I got my first nose, invasive nose throat swab that someone in a suit came to my doorway and was like, Tom, I'm here to tell you, you have tested negative. <laughs> I, first of all, I'm like, for, okay, I'm like, so none of you have masks on. So, right. so like, can we at least sell this a little bit more? Can we put a, like, just, like, how hard is it to just throw on a couple masks yeah. and sell this for the people? I, I have some notes about that here in a second. So like, well, first of all, I, I wrote down, I wish every time that I got a swab stuck down my throat, 
I got to run out of my house and birds were chirping. Like she like literally like runs out and then she's like fucking like Snow White. Like, <laughs> like she's like singing to the animals. There's like squirrels dancing around her and like they literally cut to a bird like like chirping in her direction. I'm like. <laughs> also, also just backing up for a second. There was this moment in the clip package where she was like, am I going to be the next Bachelorette? Am I not? Is my journey over? Where like, you get this like Dateline NBC like pan <laughs> of like the side of her face where yeah. it's like she's giving me like a like a like a classic musical theater single tear out of one eye. Completely. Um, and I was just like, oh God. It was so overdramatic. They really totally overdramatic. But I mean, I ate it up. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we love it. We love it. And it's yeah. Easy. That's what we like about it. Chris Harrison has, um, I, I, again, like, I, listen, I don't know how much you want to keep me on track here because I have a lot of. We, we, no, no, no. We, we don't have to be that on track at all. Okay. I, so I, I don't know if you know this about me, but um, m- like Chris Harrison is my idol. <laughs> really? <laughs> I... I want to be Chris Harrison. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think you can do better, but the way the way the way you said okay, so just like so unhappy for my life choices. Like it was like that was like a kid telling their parent like they're going to theater school. Like <laughs> no, I, I'm familiar. Um, okay. No, but <laughs> I just think you could do better than Chris Harrison. Can you though? Can you do better than Chris Harrison? The guy gets to travel. All over the world. I think you he, would do a better job than Chris Harrison. I think is where I'm trying to get to. Oh, oh, oh. I just think that like he, I don't know. Once again, I know that like I have watched Survivor forever. And so Jeff Probst, I'm just so obsessed with him. So I understand that like, I understand why you love him. I just, he just kind of. Yeah, me a little don't, bit. no, don't get me wrong. Like I would come in there and I would, I would schnaz it up. Oh, completely. okay. I would schnaz it up. I'd be like, guys. I got to tell you, shit looks weird here. Shit looks really weird here. (laughs) Claire would be crying. I'd be like, Claire, you are giving me community theater drama live, girl. You give everyone intentions before they head off to their first shoot, like for filming. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I like life coach. I'd prep them. Anyways, but my, my point being like, this guy has the greatest job that he makes more money than God. He travels all around the world and all he has to do is ding, 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 like a couple times, like ding his glass. Right. And then come in and say, Claire, gentlemen, this is the final rose tonight. Whenever you're ready. And leave. And that's his whole job. And he makes like 60 yeah. bajillion dollars. I'd like to get my hand on his contract. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't we all? I, no, no, I just like, no, I'm not saying I want the contract. I want to know what it is. Right. Yeah, like I want to see like what- What do you think a ballpark is? I mean, we could probably look this up, but like, he's also, I think, an executive producer on the show. I don't know. The guy probably makes like 20 million bucks a year, 15 million bucks a year. Let's see. Chris Harrison net worth. I'm going to look it you up. You think that's too much? Let's see. What does Chris Harrison- Make. Oh no 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 no! His net worth is sixteen million. No, granted, there's granted, no way. Granted, this is on the classic, super super accurate website, uh, stylecaster.com. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the other classic super accurate men's Celebrity health. Worth? Oh, men's health. Okay. Um there's I mean, he would be so bad at spending money because I'm reading here that he makes eight million a year, which even feels low to me, but maybe. I don't know. These things are all bullshit, but um he makes a lot, okay? He makes more than I do. Yeah, all that, right. That's that's sixteen more million than I have. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just I've also run into him twice. I I I've never had the balls to say hi. Anyway, oh why? I'm sure he would I say hi. I don't know. Like he's like I, you know, and especially me. Like I feel like I'll talk to I'll literally talk to anybody. But for whatever reason, I was just like, can you groom me? Can I become you? <laughs> I really, I really do think you would do a good job. I'm serious. Thank you. I appreciate that. I know you. That I know you a lot. That, that compliment seriously. That means a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so back to the episode a little bit. So we get to like meet the boys. So. One thing I had about the, so the, they have the boys all quarantined for two weeks. And one thing I had that was so annoying to me is everyone made this like huge deal of like ripping off the mask. Like they're like, I got to get out of this thing. It's like, that's <laughs> not what we need right now. Like there, also, are, there are people- We've been this doing country, this. I know. Also there's like people in this country that like don't believe in masks still. Like let's just like for the sake of like our like goodwill, like just- lightly take it off and set it on the table now that I'm inside my home. I can't remember which guy it was, but he literally was like, God, I can't wait to get this off. Like he'd been like working hard all day. I'm like, you just sat on an airplane. And yeah. You're yeah. about to be at a five-star hotel for maybe even two months. <laughs> right. So right. I don't feel so bad. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I'm very close to La Quinta, which you is are. where they're, where they're filming. Yeah. In where, in your Palm Springs home you're in right now? Yeah, in the Palm Springs home with my with my uh, <laughs> with your old, old <laughs> with the oldest people alive. Oldest people alive. <laughs> Wait, so what boys did you look at? And you were like pre the meeting her, just like us kind of general interactions with them. Like, what do you? Who are you thinking that you like? Besides the obvious. Wait, when you say pre them meeting her, do you mean like did I, I go on the we, website check it out? Like, I, I guess we can just like get into it. Like, what guys are you looking at? Being like, oh, they're gonna be in the long run. So here, but here's the problem with it is that we, we know. know. So I guess um, for those that- I'm going to give you some tea. I know Dale. What? Yes. I, so not only do I know Dale, but I was so disinterested in Claire being the bachelorette that I had actually just never even, and, and this is going to like kind of counter the fact that I'm like a super fan, but I actually like hadn't even seen a full preview of the season. So a friend sent into our group, our like bachelor group, non-Paul Jones, had sent. He's looking good for that Gruner. It's so good. <laughs> had sent a clip that was like, "Who, by the way, you should have on the show." She is a psycho. She knows oh, every single thing. Do you know Olivia? Olivia, last name. Olivia well, Kramer. Oh, well, I don't know if we should say people's last names on the show. Even though last episode I outed my high school bully. <laughs> fair, though. Fair. I didn't bleep it still. It's, the, it's up there on Apple Podcasts. I don't think he'll listen to it. <laughs> I would love if he was, though. That would be yeah. sweet, sweet poetry. I know. Um, no, she's, like, honestly the most insider person of The Bachelor that has ever walked the planet. Like, she comes with... Um, literally like a legal pad of notes to our bachelor uh uh mondays anyways she sent in the group this like a trailer that was like hey here's a more full trailer for tonight's episode and i'm watching and i'm like 
wait, holy shit. I'm like, that's Dale. And then I'm like, oh my God, Dale's like the main. Dale is the one. So Dale's the main guy. Yeah. So Claire ends up with Dale, correct? I don't know. I mean, I, I assume so, but so, so I don't know. What happens is she leaves the season because she says she found someone. Someone we are to understand is Dale, this person that you know, which is, a, is crazy. Wait, how do you know him? Okay, so Michelob Ultra does these like big fitness festivals. I'm aware. And Dale, <laughs> Dale was like the host the first year. And, you know, we'd be, we were friendly then. And then he came to the second year. And so I knew him through that. And then a good friend of mine, one of my co-founders of the company, who was an old co-founder of, of Psych, Miss Alexandra, I won't say her Alex last name. Alex knows her? Alex knows her. I mean him. Alex knows him? Too. Oh, Alex knows him. Oh, Alex knows him. What is that supposed to mean? No, no, no. Alex is married. Not like that. But like, I know, I know, I know. No, I'm just saying like, so, so I texted her and I was like, holy shit. Like Dale's on the bachelor. And she was like, oh, Dale is on the bachelor. I'm freaking out. When this is all wrapped and said and done, I will come back on the show having talked to Dale. Okay. And I will deliver some inside information. Okay, bring Dale too if you want. I can try. I'll try to bring Dale. Okay, great. So once again, so meeting all the boys is kind of like difficult because it's like we know sort of what's going to play out. But just if you didn't know, like what are some takes on the boys we met tonight that you think were great, that you think would be good matches for Claire or just good for the Bachelor Nation franchises moving forward? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm just looking, I'm going to go alphabetically here because I'm looking at the- Yes, I'm looking at the cast as well. The thing. Okay. So let's just start with Bennett, which is, I, I mean- I, I fell asleep the second he opened his mouth and he was like, I, he, he's hot, but like so boring. No, what? Do you think Bennett's hot? Oh, I'm thinking looking Ben. At oh, I was looking at Ben. No, no. I'm talking about Ben. I'm talking about the guy who got out of the Rolls Royce, <laughs> who in his clip was like, I went to Harvard. You might know it. So this is the gay fucked up part of me. Like, I would definitely, like, do it with him. <laughs> well, okay, let's, let's though, like, get into the side. Even though he probably would, like, maybe, like, shame me while we're having sex, like, I, I would involve myself with him probably. Right. He would probably involve himself with you too. Like a lot of these like wealth management consultant, New York City. I, I like, say a lot of them are one visit to the Abbey away from downloading crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like Bennett got out and no shade to a white scarf in 120 degree weather in La Quinta Palm Springs. No shade to that. But he got out of a Bentley in a full suit with a white cashmere scarf. Um, and again, like, I'm just saying, like, there's questions there. I have questions about that. Um, also, just the Harvard name drop is... It's so uh, much. It is the douchiest of the douche. Money talks wealth fucking whispers, okay? You don't tell people how fucking wealthy you are unless you don't have as much money as you're talking about. By the okay. way, I love that expression. I've never even heard that. Oh, really? That's yeah, but, 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 but a housewife's thing. But I want to see him. I want to see him through the process. Um, I want to see him like do rich dude shit and like just be that guy. Like I, I love that as a as an archetype for the show. Yeah. Um. So there's him. Okay. We got to talk about something that has never I've never seen on <laughs> on in the history of the Bachelor, which 
honestly, I was confused about for two hours. Um, I was like, oh, interesting. I'm like, are they putting people's last names on this show now? I'm like, did like, did people get so famous from this that they like wanted to start putting people's last names on the show? There are two Blakes. Oh, and they have a lot. Oh, but it's because they're M's. Yes, yes. Which, which you couldn't like. Just pick uh, one. It's unacceptable to me. It is unacceptable to me that there are two Blake M's on the show. Um, that that we we now need to say Blake's last name. Like there are how many guys have applied for the show? You couldn't find two other dudes not with the same. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting worked up. No, no, no. And I have an issue with Mr. Blake Monar. He's a little, once again, I'll say it again. <laughs> One trip to the Abbey away from downloading Grinder. <laughs> yeah, and listen. Actually, like, like, beside, I really like the other Blake, though. Yes. So that's the guy who I think should probably win, right? Like, that's the yeah. guy who we, like, night one, we're all, like, rooting for. Just to give everyone a little recap, apparently, which we, we, we found out, there's a rule in The Bachelor where they're not allowed to reach out. Uh, the, the Bachelor's not allowed to reach out to contestants, and contestants can't reach out to The Bachelor or Bachelorette. And, um, and Blake broke the rule, and then Claire was like, but I love that you broke the rule. Right, which I thought that was kind of shady for him to out, to out him. Well... Forget that. For me, it's more like, okay, so what's the precedent now? It's like the classic Donald Trump issue, which is like, uh, so you, can I? Uh, can we bleep that name out? <laughs> actually, please. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But it's just like, so is this whole thing just a total shit show now? Like, can anyone just reach out to anyone? Are there no rules anymore? Can we not have nice yeah, things? I think there's someone else that was reached out to that we're not talking about. I'm not trying to spoil anything, but. My understanding is that she knows someone a little bit better than we're supposed to know about. Uh, what? I think that her and Dale talked. You're, are you fucking reality steving me right now? I'm not. I have not looked at him. I hate him. I'm just saying I get this feeling that, like, she knows him. Like, the way she, like, I don't know. I just, I don't. Do you are oh so you think this is all a setup? You think this is all shtick? I think that I think that maybe a couple of them reach out to her. I think she's pointing the finger somewhere else to be like, I don't want them to realize that Dale and I were talking, and that's why I'm fucking in love with him. Interesting. That's just my theory. Once again, I could be so wrong. Last podcast we talked about how I I need to preface things with allegedly. That way I don't get you know dragged for things. So. <laughs> I allegedly think that there was Are people dragging you already on your podcast. No, 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 no one's dragging me. But By the I, way, that is that's when you've reached peak fame. I know. I'm trying to make people think that people are dragging me. Oh, okay. okay <laughs> no, no one's dragging me. I just like need to tread carefully because I don't want to like you know get in trouble. I yeah. said some things about we we won't go there. I said some things I shouldn't have said a couple episodes ago about a housewife, mm-hmm. but. Dale. I do think that Dale, I, I don't know. How, I also, am, I, I don't know that I believe in love at first sight so much. Like, I think there's so much to learn about people as you get to know them that like, you can initially love someone and then things can go completely wrong because you realize that they're not a great person. So I don't know. I'm just not like a, a love at first sight person. Alain de Baton. What does that mean? 
That's the English French philosopher. It's all bullshit. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> there is no love at first sight. Right. You make it up. So I, I, but I think that she is like trying to play off that she is in love with him when she actually already knew who he was. Wow. So she is deep community theater. She literally is. No, she can act. You can see it. She's Edo Annie in Oklahoma. 1000%. Oh my. Wow. I didn't even think about this last night. And you know why? Because I didn't have anybody to, to, to kiki with on this. My mom was telling me to shut the fuck up and let her watch the show in peace. Oh, I'm sorry. If you it's curse like, on this show. I'm sorry. I've been oh my just God, say whatever you want. Fuck, fuck, oh, fuck, okay. fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Shit. We're watching The Bachelor. Fuck, we're watching The Bachelor. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're good. Um. Okay, so that's like funny. Also, let's just talk about... <laughs> Brandon? I, no, I just want to talk about Blake Monar's okay. title. He's which a, is For everyone who didn't watch, he's a male grooming specialist from Phoenix, Arizona. What does that mean? Can we just say barber? Like, why? What is a male grooming specialist? So I have a pet peeve about, like, <laughs> male grooming that I'd like to go into that he really pissed me off about it. So like, there are people that are, like, you can clearly tell, like, that, that are <laughs> of a hairier type of guy. Uh-huh. And, like, he could not grow me. a full beard. No, 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 not you. So I don't want you to take this this way. Oh, um, no, I, 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 I wish I was guy, that kind of guy. This guy could grow a full fucking beard, a full head of hair, and then he has his shirt buttoned down to his belly button, and it's just, like, completely, like, naked mole rat smooth. I'm like, no. Like, I hate that look. Like, I find it so, like gay and like <laughs> just like are you just trying to tan like what is the it's just not for me i can't so you want him all all natural not no no no. it doesn't need to be all natural it can be like lightly trimmed but like when i when i see that you are like have this huge beard huge hair and then you're a male grooming specialist and like you are your torso is is waxed within every inch of itself it's just like ugh, i'm not into yeah. it yeah th- i mean right i this is above my pay grade. I, I <laughs> you're like I'm so uncomfortable by this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's very very little that could make me uncomfortable. No, no, I know, but 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 you can't. Well, yeah, you can't grow a, a full beard, right? I can't. Not only can I grow a full beard. First of all, my beard looks like I shaved my pubes and glued them to my face with like <laughs> Elmer's glue. So I have a terrible beard. But like I, you know, I have no hair. I've got. I'm like I'm very hairless. Not because I shave. Right. Um, but like that's unfortunately the deck of hands. I just wish that he would lean into the fact that like like he can just like be a little more natural about how he looks. He's just I don't like a guy that's like too groomed. It's just like not for me. Tom, you should slide right into the dinner room. <laughs> well, I have a boyfriend, so. <laughs> well, I'm not saying to hit him up. I'm just saying like let him know. Be like, hey, I've got a podcast. We have some thoughts for <laughs> we you. Talked about how you wax too much? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, shall we continue here? No, let's keep going. Who, who else? Who other thoughts about people? There are a lot of guys on here that this is guys. not this is not shade to Claire's age. For those that don't watch, Claire is the oldest bachelorette, which they really drilled into us, which I find to be really suffocating. It's like it shouldn't matter, but mm-hmm. on the other side of it, they gave her some guys that are just so young that even like someone who was like thirty should not be dating these guys. Like. They're not in the same place in life. It's just, you're just not. Claire's like, I need to have a baby five years ago. Let's rock. Right. And like guys, guys between the ages of 27 and 29, it's a tough, it's a tough time frame. I know you and I are both, I know you and I are both, but like, 
that's like not the time to be dating us. I gotta tell you, I feel terrible for my girlfriend. She's I I don't I guess maybe I won't out her age here, but she's older than I am and I'm the worst. Yeah, yeah. I can confirm you are the worst. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Oh, you'll love this one. So there's a guy named Damar uh on on the oh, um, an instructor i didn't see that okay right so so there's a guy named damar he is a a spin instructor my mom proceeds to immediately turn to me and go do you know him <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like when people ask if gays know each other <laughs> they're like you must know them right <laughs> yeah because <laughs> no, no, like, no. we're all spin instructors doesn't mean we know each other um, um easy though let's talk about easy we like easy right love oh. easy love easy i mean he's given me high energy he's given yeah. me entertainment he is bachelor material bachelor material he's also giving me one of those guys this is really classic in the bachelor that's like super funny likable masculine and then like breakdown crying when he like ultimately gets his heart broken like this yeah, is a dude who yeah yeah no we we, we love easy easy is one of my top picks for um you know, you know who who comes in to sweep in later. Right, 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 right. right. Um, no, he's definitely he's definitely a top guy for me. Um, who else do I really like? So I, I, my, oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. My other top guy was my cousin Vinny, Jason. Love Jason. I mean, how sweet is he? He's a little sweet. I'm just I worry about the like the lights. I like worry how how like bright the lights are. <laughs> lights are on. Someone's home. I don't know how many people are home, but someone's home. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I really, I, I really like him. He's like, he's fun. He's lovable. He's just, I'm just not that cute accent. Right. Oh, it says he's from Virginia. I thought he was from Long Island. Yeah, he did say that. I think he, no, I think he was from Long Island, moved to Virginia. That's what I remember. Okay, okay, okay. From the episode. Um, who else? Okay, very weird. Um, Brendan, when he got out of the limo, I was so confused. He it, it looked like he had never walked before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's never worn a dress shoe in his life. Like they were like, he's like, you have to wear a suit, and he's like, he was walking like Bambi, like fresh out of the womb, like hundred <laughs> percent. There are a couple. I have a a a big uh, critique here. Everyone is rocking the dress shoes and no socks and pant. Love mm-hmm. it. I do it too. The gays started it first. I'm happy to share that look with everyone. However, some of these guys are wearing their pants way too high. I'm like, the, the pant should just be like an inch or so above the dress shoe line. Like it's not a high water. It's just like a cuffed look. I'm like, Guys, no. Did you not have a stylistic? There was that one tall guy. What was his name? I don't remember. Jordan oh, M. Walked in looking like he was oh, about oh he was God. about eight foot three and was and wearing pants that were but a small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who? There's some guys that I'm looking at on here that I'm like I don't remember you. Yeah. No. There's, at a, all. Lot, there's a lot of those. I'm trying to get to the ones. I, so you know who I liked? I liked Joe, the anesthesiologist. Oh, I liked him too. I thought he was very very cute, and he's actually one of the only people that has a has a job description that is a job. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just to recap, we have, we have boy band manager, which we'll get to that in a second. We have um, former, fo- former football players. We have 
body grooming people. Like, and then we have an anesthesiologist. It's like, what are you doing on this show? <laughs> who brought you here? You know who was giving me the exact Claire energy was Zach J, the cleaning service owner. Oh yeah, I I, he, I liked him for her. He was giving me community theater. Like, I'm gonna play. Um, you're gonna be Lori, and I'm gonna be uh, what's Curly? It? Curly. Curly. And we're gonna we're gonna sing "Sorry" with a fringe on top. No, he, he's definitely a curly. I this is the first time I'm getting my eyes on the cleaning service owner. I need to like take a moment with that. I didn't I didn't see that before. Yeah, I I mean, listen, he's an he's an entrepreneur, but there there's some guys on here. Like I'm looking at this this list. I I I do not recognize some of some of these folks. Mike from Alberta. I don't know Tyler. What do you think about oh. Kenny? I've never seen this before. This guy rocked a t-shirt with a suit jacket, which I was like, oh, into? I no, I liked it. I'm actually wearing that look to, not with t-shirt with dogs on it, but I'm wearing that to a wedding this weekend. Yeah, right. No, I, I like the look. I just, um, I don't know. I don't know. There was something about him that just rubbed me a little well, bit. What rubbed me the wrong way is that he's a boy band manager. Right. I'm like, Kenny, what, are you managing One Direction? Like, give me the deets. I mean, the only, what's a boy, I mean, the only boy band right now that I can think of is like BTS, but I promise you Kenny's not managing BTS. <laughs> no. Because he wouldn't be on The Bachelorette. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, the guys, the, here's the problem, is like the first night, the episode's bad, there's no drama, and you're always like kind of lukewarm on all the on all the guys. I feel like you don't really grow to love these guys till like episode two, three. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We do get some drama that feels so like made up. But so this guy named Tyler C. and Yosef, this who I find Yosef to have the American Psycho beady eyes. Yes, <laughs> like he yes. is one martini away from doing something bad. Him and that Harvard guy, they're like Where, giving yeah. me full American psycho. I could see them fucking too. <laughs> I like this. This is a good side plot. You should pitch to yeah, ABC. My, 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 fan, my fan fiction for Bachelorette. <laughs> Write it. So this guy, Tyler C., he is from this small town in West Virginia. And he says that after the cast was announced that Yosef was sliding into the DMs of some of his friends. So here's what I think happened. Well, Tyler, he's trying to make the whole episode about him, which it does end up being about him. And then he actually ends up going home. But spoiler alert. But um, what I think happened is that the cast goes out. I am positive that girls go ape shit on all of their DMs. They find them and DM them. And then Yosef is in quarantine and DMs a girl back because he's horny in quarantine. And it's like, yeah, like, let's talk. A hundred percent. I mean, I, 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 I don't think they had sex, but I think he probably just talked with them because like, why not? My favorite part is that um, for anyone who did or did not see the episode, basically what happens is Tyler, Tyler then goes to Yosef and confronts him like, hey, I've got some shit on you, bro. So are you here for the right reasons? Which is also the, the, the Bachelor saying. It's the Bachelor tramp stamp, I like to say. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, I feel like Chris Harrison has that as a tramp stamp on him, right? Are you here for the right reasons? <laughs> I love that visual for sure. And and Yosef is like, okay, cool. He's like, cool. So he goes immediately to Claire, which by the way, I like this move. I actually, I actually like the move. Which she was like, look, I'm not playing this game where you're going to have some like dirt on me and then it's going to come out like week six when I'm super in it. 
And he's like, I'm just going to get this over with right now. So he goes to Claire and he's like, Claire, listen, Tyler C like apparently was talking to, you know, came to me and was like, Hey, you've been siding into chicks DMS. Um, what's the story? And Claire's like, we're going to squash this bug right now. And so she goes, she proceeds to grab Tyler C, which I love. By the way, that I do love about Claire. She's yeah, like, yeah, oh, I I'll think come. I think she'd make a good housewife, actually. I, 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 I could see that without having, like, seen the housewife. This, this interaction, I was like, that she knows that there are cameras. Like, she's, like, she's aware enough that she's like, I know what I need to do to make this good. Yeah, she literally just went from community theater in Oregon to the, the main stage. She's on ABC. She's on primetime television. She did. Um, this is this is her moment. She's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna fuck this up." No. Um, so grabs proceeds to grab both of them, <laughs> and Claire's like, "So, Joseph, like, do you, like, do you do you have a girlfriend that I should know about, like, at home that thinks you're their boyfriend?" And he gave a like, could not sound less resounding. Like, no. He's like. No. Let me think. He was like, let me think about, uh, well, there's that one. No, she won't say that I'm a boyfriend. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but then, but then the even better part is she's like, okay, so like, were you doing that? And he gave an answer that could not have been less of a denial. He was like, um, like there are girls and there are DMs and there's an Instagram. Okay. Bye. Yeah. And but and then she literally got up and left. She was like, I don't want to like I yeah. don't have time for this. She's like, cool, I'm gonna let you two figure this shit out. Yeah. She's like, I've been texting with Dale. I'm gonna go hit him up. Right, right, right. <laughs> so she speaking of that, so she gives out her first impression, Rose, which for those that don't watch the show, that's that there's a rose given away on dates and things like that, which means you're essentially immune from being eliminated um that week. And she gives it to Dale, which was pretty obvious because they had the strongest connection. She did have a good connection with the, uh, the Blake we like. They kissed. Yeah, they did. Um, but she gave it to Dale. And uh, then the rose ceremony happens and people go home that we don't care about. <laughs> yeah. No, like literally, I fast forwarded that part. I was just like, tell me who stays. Tell me right. who goes. Um, yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's, it's the first episodes. Again, it's really you have to just get through it and you can't judge it. You got to just get through it. I enjoyed myself. I mean, I, we, I don't have a lot going on right now and TV is running out. So I am happy that I had two hours of something to do <laughs> on Tuesday. Here's what I'm really curious about is like, was this, here's the reason I think you might be onto something with the like, they kind of knew she was going home with Dale is because these guys with the exception of a few, do not seem like they were cast for this woman. No, so I think my understanding of what happened, once again, allegedly, I don't know how the casting process works, but my understanding is a lot of these guys were not the first round of guys that were cast initially and that some have changed since then. I, 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 my assumption would be that ABC cast a couple more people that were non-white because they knew that that was something that they need to be working on. And I think there are people in this cast lineup that were not there on the initial round. I do think Dale was there on the initial round of casting. So, okay. So here's what I'm starting to piece together. And again, this is all based on 
you reality fucking steving me. Okay. I, once again, I don't know anything. I just, this is what I'm drawing. This is the information I'm looking at. And I, I'm trying to crack the code of how she falls for someone so fast. Okay, so here's, here's what must have happened. They cast a bunch of guys. She is the bachelorette. They go into this quarantine. Nobody knows if and when the show is going to resume. Because at the time, like, there wasn't a bubble. We didn't have this whole concept of a bubble. No one knows if or when. So these guys just start DMing her. Yeah, why not? They're like, what's up, boo? Let's, let's start the show. Let's get the road on the show now. Yeah, so um, pics, things like that, probably, right? <laughs> right, the DPs. <laughs> Claire's like tits out, like hands covering her nips, just like, hey, Dale. <laughs> Dale, who, by the way, very charming guy. Um, you know, from my, from my interactions with him, very charming. I get it. I see it. Um, handsome, well-spoken, got a great background, does some really interesting stuff for work. Like, he's, he's a full package. Um, hits Claire up. Claire's like, okay, love this guy. Claire calls Chris. She's like, I gotta tell you, I think it might be over for me. I think, I think that might be a wrap. Yeah. And Chris is like, wait, 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 what? And she's like, yeah, no, I've been talking to Dale. I know, broke the rules. Shocker. And Chris is like, okay, that was very naughty. But, but again, they're geniuses. So they're like, there's something oh, amazing yeah. here. You're right. What if they did know about how it was all going to go they down? Absolutely they absolutely knew. And so what oh, happened we're, is. We're, we're getting somewhere here. Our so idea announcing, I think we're in yep. the right spot now. So, so they're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to cast a bunch of these guys. We are not going to tell them anything. Um, we are actually going to have cast them for Tasha. Spoiler alert. That's who takes over. Right, that's, that's who takes over. Um, who, by the way, I am obsessed with, with her. She is so hot. She's so perfect. fun. She's perfect. Yeah. I, I don't I, know why I, she, she's never been The Bachelorette anyways. Yeah. Like, my girlfriend would probably let me go on The Bachelorette for Tasha. So anyways, they were like, okay, we're going to cast the show for Tasha. We'll throw a couple of curveballs in there for Claire. Um, we'll know that her and Dale are going home. Claire even drops the, but by the way, oh my God, this is all making so Do much. You remember I'm, when she looks at the camera, she goes, I knew yes, it. Yes, yes. It's the like, most schmackty thing. I'm like bumping my chin into the mic. I'm so excited right now. Yeah, we cracked it. And then Chris comes over and is like, did you just say that you think you just met your future husband? We have never heard that in the real, in the like, the history of The Bachelor. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. You're so right. That's it. We, we, we debunked it. I can't wait to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, we can't Unlikely. Be, we can't be that wrong. I don't, I don't think we're wrong, actually. I think no, this is like... like I, I do think they cast a lot of people that were for Tasha. I think you're absolutely right with that. The thing that sucks, though, is... But then Claire's going to send some people home that maybe... Ta do you think that they'll bring everyone back for Tasha? No, no, no. Claire, Claire, by the way... Claire knows what's going on. She's sending people home that were not here for Tasha. She's sending all the people that weren't cast for Tasha home. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That's it. That's it. Thank you for watching The Bachelor. Uh, we do have one more little segment. Uh, we're going to take one quick break, and then we will hit our final segment. Bye. Okay, and we are back with our final segment here at Dumpster Dive. Uh, it's my favorite segment always. Uh, we're just going to talk about <laughs> if we think 
each other would be good on reality television. Now that means any format of reality television. Um, I'll start by reading Aaron. Wait, can, can we, just before, before you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I just, I, I just want to do one thing. Okay. Because I, because I asked you this earlier, not to totally just like usurp your whole show for no, me. No, no, right no. Now. Go for it. Go for it. Um, we, so we really want to get Tom a sponsor here. It's very important. <laughs> We're talking about money now. Thank you. Aaron. Okay. I'm all business, baby. I know. I know. I should have you as my producer. I'm a Jew. Okay. And, I didn't say it. You did. And the Jews, the Jews, we talk money. Okay, so, so, so I asked you this earlier and, and you didn't give me an answer because you thought it was the most absurd question ever, but I want you to answer. I don't think it's absurd. So Aaron's question for me was, well, who was my dream sponsor? Okay. <laughs> I want to know who your dream sponsor was. And what I said to Aaron was, I've been more thinking about my dream guests, but <laughs> my dream sponsor would be... If you could have any sponsor. I mean, it would be something Bravo related. Like if I got to, if I got to put an ad in for a Bravo show. I mean, that's, that's the major. I mean, we're talking about ABC stuff right now, but Bravo is my true love. So if I, if I got to put an ad in for something Bravo adjacent, I mean, that would be fantastic. I, I love that for you. I, I want that for you. I want us to put that into the world. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that, thank you. You're absolutely right. I should put that into the world. And... Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's actually how I feel. So, um, and I'm happy to record that ad for yeah, you. Great. Hey, Andy, you hear that, Andy? Mr. Yeah, Cohen? This, um, our podcast is sponsored by... Uh... <laughs> Just sponsored by Andy Cohen. It's just like, no, that's no ad. This, this podcast is sponsored by Andy Cohen. That's the end of the ad. <laughs> Perfect. Um, no, but our questions here, so we wrap up. So I'm going to say, you know, what, if I think you would be good on reality television... And then in the opposite of that, I want you to say to me if you think I would be good on reality television. Once again, it can be in any format, whatever. I also am always open for you just ripping me apart and saying absolutely not. It's just a fun little banter we can wrap up on, okay? Great. So my opinion on you, Aaron, I think it's so poetic that we're talking about The Bachelor because I know you're in a relationship, but you would be so good on The Bachelor. (laughs) Well, I, I would say I think you'd be best on The Bachelorette. Like... So we could get to know you in that format, like as a contestant. Not as the bachelor. Well, we'll we'll get, we'll get there. Okay. (laughs) You're like, well, slow, slow your roll there, Tiger. Guys, Aaron's head just got so big. It's not fitting in the Zoom camera anymore. (laughs) No, get out of here. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think that people would fall in love with you, like in the cast, and you would absolutely be back for Bachelor in Paradise. And I think that you on that format could meet well, once again, you have a lovely girlfriend. I'm not saying, I'm saying in an alternate universe. I, listen, maybe not after this podcast. I don't know if the right people are listening. <laughs> maybe not. But I think that on Paradise, you could be that success story, kind of like a Carly and Evan sort of situation. I'm not saying you're an Evan, but I just could see you falling <laughs> yeah, wait, over what? heels. With How about like, Jade and Tanner? What the fuck? Carly and Evan? <laughs> I just thought Is it because I'm a Jew and he's a Jew? Is he Jewish? Oh my God. I didn't even mean to say it that way. Is he? Yeah. Are you kidding? The guy's oh, a God. It's a doctor. Oh God, now I'm going to get dragged for that. That's not what I meant. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, I just could see you falling in love there. And then if that didn't work, you would definitely come on as a bachelor. You would go through the whole bachelor nation process. I'd be a Claire is what you're saying. Or maybe you could be a Wes and become a bartender on Paradise. Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> Actually, I changed my mind. That is, that's your route. That's okay, my track. So here's what happens. So bad. You go on the bachelorette. Fan favorite. Go on bachelor in Paradise. You meet a lot of girls, you maybe hook up with some of them, but nothing too serious. 
fan favorite still. Chris Harrison is like, yo, I can't give you my job, but what I can give you is a bartending job. <laughs> I love that journey for me. And then you can live your life with whoever you want, you know, but you're still on television. Should I call my girlfriend on speakerphone live on this podcast and break up with her? <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> would that be good? I, that would get you some views. Uh, it would. I, 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 no, 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 no. No, I'm kidding. I love her a lot. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. Oh, Here's what I think you would be great on. Okay, great. And it's one of the shows that I watch. So I watch, I watch three shows. I watch The Bachelor. I watch every installment of 90 Day Fiance oh, possible. Much on that. Yeah. Which is the most incredible show. I mean, not as good as The Bachelor, but... No, it's fantastic. Neck and neck. But what I think you'd be amazing on is Big Brother. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. I've always wanted to do it. I would love to see you in a house for, I don't know, what is it, 90 days? No, it's yeah, more it's than that. Uh, I think it's actually less. Isn't it like 80-something? No, no, no. I don't know. I'm I don't sure. know. But matter. you would be, because here's the thing about you. It's like, you've got a little bite, but everybody loves you. Um, and you have this like way not, of not saying- Not everyone, Aaron. Not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we know some right. people in common that don't love me. <laughs> right. Well, I think, I think that person also doesn't love me. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of a different person, actually. I know who you're thinking of, but we'll, we'll talk offline about that. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, um, no, but you have this way about you where you're able to like say shit that's kind of like, is that, was that mean? <laughs> that like, was that the meanest thing someone's ever said to me? Yeah, but like, <laughs> but like you have this like weird way of delivering it with that like randomly is not that mean. I don't know. Or you, you like, you have this very like innocent kind of fun, like, no, it's fine about you. Um, Thank you. And then, and then that person goes home at night and lays in bed, stares at the ceiling. And it's like, I think Tom was right. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I think your social game would be like on point. Um, you're obviously physical. You teach fitness. So you've, you've, you've got the physical comps down. Hear that, boys? Yeah, that's right, boys. And, uh, and then like, and then like the, the, the mental comps. I mean, listen, at, listen to how well you're able to recall all this housewives information, like you clearly are a, a well of memory. So I think, I think Big Brother would be a good show for you. So thank you. Thank you. I, I do love Big Brother. I think, I don't think I would win either Big Brother or Survivor. I just think that I would go, I would go far on it. I could my dream is also not Survivor. see you on Survivor. See, I love Survivor. <laughs> I want to go on Survivor so bad. I would love to see you on it. I just like, I guess I don't know you as like a real outdoorsman, like. But see, the thing about me is like, I don't need much. Like I can get by on like not a lot if I, if I need to. So like, I think, I feel like I could like, I think that I could live in that environment. Okay. Interesting. I, I mean, I'm watching. If you're on it, I'm watching. But I, 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 I like to be on both of them. I could also be on both of them. They often. I would also love to see you as a housewife. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you and think that, that's in your and Brian's future? Um, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, I don't know when that casting process would start. Like, when okay. they would bring in gays onto, onto Housewives. Bring in gays onto Housewives? Bring in gays 
and to any of these kind of like bigger shows as like main characters, right? right. Like, no, even The Bachelor, like I would I know, I just, love. I, oh, totally. that would be fucking incredible to see it, a gay bachelor. It would. It. I don't think. <laughs> sometimes I don't know that if everyone's really ready for what that means. Like with the <laughs> just like gays, like in groups larger than five are scary. <laughs> Picturing 30 gays just like horny, like they're gonna fuck each other too. It sounds like incredible drama and reality television for me. It, it does, it does. But then I'm worried that like the, you know, the the middle America people who watch The Bachelor watch that and they're like, oh, so gays just all fuck each other? <laughs> it's like, well, actually, yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> oh my gosh that's good that's good that's rich that's rich well on that rich note um this is the end of the road for this pot for not this podcast but this episode this is the end of the road for this podcast we were so bad this podcast is officially over no, we <laughs> were both canceled. here for the right reasons we i think we brought some hot takes and i think we kind of cracked the code of what is to come on this season do you think so aaron I absolutely think so. I'm really excited for um, the mass, like, Bachelor Nation to hear this episode. Yes, thank you. I, I hope they do listen. I also hope, once again, they don't drag me because they don't know everything. I know Bachelor people can get a little defensive when people that don't know Bachelor are talking Bachelor, but be nice to me, okay? I'm, I'm trying yeah. to cover all my bases here, okay? Be nice to me, too. I love that you brought on as the, like, Bachelor expert, a guy who, like, pretty much, like, doesn't know anything. <laughs> like, like, you know more than I do. Right, right. I'm a super fan. I'm just not like, my memory, this is why I would never be good on Big Brother. It's just my memory is not good enough. Anyways, I digress. This has been great. So fun. And once again, you can follow Aaron um, A.S. Albert on Instagram. Also, his startup, it's called Do You Mind M-I-N-E-D, right? <laughs> I love when you emphasize E-D, like there's some sort of erectile dysfunction component of the startup. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a part of it. Maybe that's... <laughs> it's like my... Yeah, it's called my ED. My ED. I just want it people is... to follow your... Okay, fine. Well, I won't, you know, I won't, I won't pro, like, promote it. <laughs> no, no, I, I love it. I just, I actually <laughs> think I'm going to start an erectile dysfunction business. <laughs> ED. <laughs> Mine ED. <laughs> follow him. You can learn more about it. He's amazing. And uh, we love you, Aaron. Please come back again to talk more Bachelor. I'd love that. I love you too. And, and, and the next time I am back, I'll bring all the tea. Like for real. Please, please bring Dale on. Oh yeah, I'm bringing Dale. <laughs> okay, and uh, we always wrap up on this little phrase. They go low and we go lower. We'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.